Welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. And today I spoke with Tammy Murphy and Tammy is a holistic nutritionist. And we talked about first about what holistic health means and how there's a lot of there's a lot of scamming and misinformation and misleading information out there around the word holistic. And both Tammy and I agree that we do not like that because it usually ends up with you having to buy some fancy expensive ingredient or program that is actually not holistic. <laughs> so we talked about that and, and uh, we talked about what is a plant-based diet? What does that mean? And Tammy explains that. And we also talked about some of her favorite things that she does to incorporate more vegetables and fruits and plant-based foods into her diet, which I think is pretty cool. We talked about her one of her favorite salads and uh, stuff like that. So it's it's very practical uh, kind of approach in this conversation, as well as the mindset around you know what it means to be holistic and you know getting back to the basics and uh, how important that is, rather than focusing in on these you know these programs that really are, don't have our best interest at heart and that don't they don't start with the basics. They start with expensive things that may or may not work. So buyer beware kind of thing. So we, we discussed that and other pretty cool stuff. So check it out. Hi, Tammy. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here today. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, sure. So we were just chatting about some things and uh, the word holistic came up. And this is a word that... I use with great intention personally, but I think that, and, and I'm sure you do too, but in the world of marketing and Instagram and TikTok and stuff, the word may have lost some of its value. So you, you said you had some thoughts about that. So what are your thoughts around the word holistic and, and what it really means? Yeah, um, I 100% am on the same page with you. Like when it comes to the word holistic, you know, for me, holistic means using alternative methods, you know, more natural methods, more, you know, things that you can easily obtain to improve your health or to work alongside your, you know, with your doctor or, you know, things like that. There are things that we could be doing every day in our own lives. I mean, you know, what really got me into this, you know, to health in the first place was the idea that, you know, I've been cooking since I was seven years old and I'm from the South. So it was like butter, sugar, salt on everything. It makes it, (laughs) you know, so delicious. But at the same time, you know, I watched my, my dad pass away from, you know, diabetes because he, you know, ate, you know, a certain way that is really bad for you. And so Mm. it's, made me think like, you know, what are some things he could have been doing to help him along? And so, you know, I really got into using food and other things like that to improve your health. Well, as I've gone along on this journey, I've noticed that the word holistic is also associated with certain brands that are pushing, you know, products like snake oils, you know what I mean? Like they, Mm -hmm. the things that actually don't do anything for you. You know, the certain essential oils that come out and they're like, oh, this is going to cure all your problems. And you're like, no, it, it smells good. Um, <laughs> but that doesn't ki- cure your cancer, you know? <laughs> like they're Sounds great to put in funny. the diffuser. It makes you calm. Absolutely. But rubbing it on your temple 
four or five times a day and claiming it's going to cure the migraines you have, it gives that negative connotation. So when people look at me and they're like, oh, you're a holistic nutritionist, they're like, oh, what are you selling? Oh, an, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. This must be an MLM. This must be this. This must be this. And, MLM. What's MLM? Because some oh, people sorry. may not know. Multi-level marketing scheme, you know, the py- pyramid schemes and things like that. Yeah. And so I found that as I as I try and like talk about what I do and things, I'm noticing like a Venn diagram of like what nutrition is versus what this side of wellness is and the overlap and like the verbiage and stuff. And I'm like, oh, like I, people are, you know, they don't really know. I've seen on like Reddit and things, you know, people who are like, I really want to get into nutrition and stuff, but I don't want to sound like I'm pushing products or I'm, I'm pushing Mm -hmm. that type of thing. So I think that there's like a big problem with that because people tend to either shy away from it or they go head first in without doing the research. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, this is, this is definitely a pet peeve of mine as well. Um, nothing against essential oils. I, I think there may be some research around the many, many benefits of essential oils. Mm-hmm. But the point is actually, ironically, right, to be holistic about healing your migraines or anything even more intense that could be going on, it's probably most likely definitely not going to be one thing. Right. right. And it's not going to be that one thing that now you have to spend three, four hundred dollars a month on. Exactly. <laughs> like, and I love like what you're talking about to me reminds me of what I always say is back to the basics. Let's get back to the basics before you demonize. This is something I was like a huge pet peeve that I have is like people are like, you probably hear this, too. Can I eat carrots? Because you know they have a lot of carbs. Yes. Or can I eat, can I eat beets? Because you know they they have a lot of sugar. And I'm like, dude, you just have four cookies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, know. I'm joking. I'm I'm exaggerating around that. But you know, so you know, before you start to demonize particular vegetables or something like that, mm-hmm. why don't we focus on like the holistic perspective, which is like. Are you eating whole foods or are you eating processed foods? Are you sleeping at night? You know, like all of that stuff is so much more foundational and powerful than like one little product or just, you know, I'm very anti like dietary dogma. I think that Uh we should all do what we, what feels good to us. So yeah, I'm, that's definitely a pet peeve for sure. Oh uh, yes. It drives me crazy because you know, one it's, it is the marketing. Like I, I'm a plant-based eater because I know it, it makes me feel good. Right. Not because anyone's pushed it on me, but because, you know, I think I mentioned, like I have, I have some pretty severe, like digestive um, issues. And I mean, it took, it took them 14 years to like, find out like, Oh, you have acid reflux. Oh, Mm. you have like severe GERD. You have something called Barrett's esophagus. And so it's, you know, which is a um, a condition where the stomach lining starts taking over your esophageal lining, which isn't great. Right. Uh, but, you know, but the medication they were putting me on just it made me just sick to my stomach, which, you know, so I started doing research on my own thing and, and found, you know, t- dietary changes were what was going to, you know, help me. Sorry, mm-hmm. I got off track. But no, no, that's all good. I want to hear all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so I'm a I'm a plant-based eater because of my dietary issues. 
And because diet, you know, plant-based eating is kind of like a, a trigger word now, it's a hot word, it's a, a fad almost, I've noticed things like, oh, look, the potatoes, they're plant-based. And we're like, oh, right. I know, you know, it's that marketing behind it. It's like, I, yeah, of course they're plant-based. Right. It's like, it's like with gluten-free, you know, it's like this, this milk is gluten-free. It's like, well, yeah, of course it's gluten-free, you know. Now, can you define in a good way, in a good responsible way as a, as a good nutritionist, like what does plant-based mean exactly? So plant-based, it kind of aligns with like, I don't want to say aligns with veganism because veganism is a, is a life choice, right? You no animal products whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Plant-based, I would akin it to more towards, you know, being a vegetarian, mm-hmm. maybe being like a pesca vegetarian, someone who mm-hmm. can still eat fish, or there's a few vegetarians who like, they, they'll only eat like chicken, you know, so uh-huh. there's like certain like subgenres of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so plant-based is you're cutting back on the oils, you're learning how to saute with like stock instead of oil, right? Um, because there's not a ton of nutritional, they're finding that there's, you know, as much as oil tastes good, you know, it's, it's not a hundred percent nutritionally dense, right? Cause through the process of, you know, making oils, it, it strains all the nutritional benefits out of it. It's turning more towards whole foods, cutting back on very minimal, if not cutting out completely the dairy, the, you know, the meats, um, and things like that, the whole foods diet is a book I, I got during one of my um, courses. And I really liked the way that they talked about not cutting meat out completely if you don't want to. So it's kind of like a loose veganism. I hope uh-huh. I'm making sense on that. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, it also sounds like a heavy emphasis on plant-based foods. <laughs> a lot, yes, a lot right? of vegetables, a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruit, um, a lot of, you know, whole like grains and seeds um, and legumes and yeah all the yes yeah okay that makes sense so emphasizing those foods first yeah really yeah making Mm -hmm. that the portion of your meal this big Mm -hmm. whereas Mm -hmm. everything else the oils the butters the the chickens and stuff like that like this much you know Uh yeah Hmm. interesting okay yeah because honestly up until just now (laughs) i just sort of in my head i was like plant-based is vegan like it's the same thing you know so i'm glad that you clarified that uh so yeah, that's that's interesting. I like that. Um, I actually did a blog post this past weekend. I forget the exact title. It was like, oh, it was like seven days, forty plant foods. And mm. so the the thing was, you know, can you eat forty different whole plant foods in a week? And so like, I I made a list of like all the plant foods that you know. I you I wouldn't mm. include like almond flour in that, right? But right. I would, I mean, you could, but, you know, trying to discourage people from being like, well, I'm going to eat, you know, peanut butter and, you know, like uh, sometimes it, people can translate into weird yeah. stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I would put cacao. I don't even know if I put that on my list, but like I make, I use cacao. So anyway, but most of it's fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. but then like lentils and chickpeas and quinoa and, you know, all that stuff. So it was surprised me how quickly I was able to get to 40, but it's sort of like a little bit of a challenge to people. Like, what if you were to eat 40 different plant-based foods in a week and maybe they hit 30 or 35 or maybe they hit mm-hmm. 50, I don't know. But it's sort of that mentality of like, what does your plate look like? Does it right. look like a big honking piece of steak and like 
you know, a dollop of asparagus. <laughs> right. You know, I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm eating paleo. I was like, well, that's not actually really like paleo also emphasizes a lot of plant foods. Mm-hmm. So I love that it's more of an orientation toward like really paying attention to what's on your plate. Yeah. yeah oh, I love cool. that. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to find that blog post. I'm going to do that challenge. Like I'm going to do, that sounds awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I think if you're eating a plant-based diet, you're going to find that it's, you might want to raise the number. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's up to the individual. It's somewhat mm-hmm. of an arbitrary number, but I also like it because a lot of people, so we work with women to help them lose weight. And so we ask them to enter what they're eating into a food diary. Mm-hmm. And when we see, I see the same foods over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it's like the same five, like, oh, I had my salad and I had my broccoli. I'm like, yeah, but like, what about radishes and jicama and frizzy? And, and um, you know, like there's so many different there's so much variety out there in just yes. the vegetable world. Oh, yeah. And I think it makes it more exciting. You I know? agree. Like, I think people think healthy eating is like, oh, I'm just going to have like lettuce and tomatoes and cucumbers, and that's going to be my salad. <laughs> that, get, that gets boring really fast. Absolutely. That's one of, my, um, one of my things is to try and teach people how to not only make food that's good for you, but also to make it taste good. You know, I've got yeah. a culinary background. Again, I've been cooking since I was seven years old and it's hard to let go. It's sometimes it's hard to let go of that, your favorite comfort food. And, you know, I tell clients like, eat it then, you know, absolutely. If you're feeling like I, ugh, I need it, just go have it. Just don't go overboard, have a little bit, enjoy it. And then you find that that craving is gone. You know, like if you completely restrict and deny yourself of everything that you actually want, you become so unhappy. And, you know, like I was telling a client of mine, cause they were like, Oh, I love chocolate. I'm like, then have some, I put mine in the freezer. I have a little bag and you know, of, you know, whatever little chocolates or like a little bar or something like that. And I put it in my freezer because to me, frozen chocolate is so much better. But, you know, I, <laughs> I break off a little piece, I eat it, and then I walk away and I'm good. You know, it's not completely denying myself because it's, you know, I, it's like telling a kid not to put your hand in the cookie jar. That's all they focus on, you know, telling them no. And it's like, but, but I have to. So if you just start going, yeah, just have what you like, try something different. You know, you might find that this is really fun. But yeah, I, I do a lot of like cooking tutorials on like my, on my social media where it's like, oh, this is my salad of the week, you know, try it with X, Y, and Z and, you know, sprinkle a little bit of this in there. I made uh carrot hot dogs for the first time. And so I was like, oh, let's try this out. Did you say carrot hot dogs? Carrot hot dogs. Yes. <laughs> it was, that? it was such a fun experience. So I keep seeing this recipe, but what you do is you parboil uh, carrots, like a nice thick carrot. Uh And then you marinate it in this mixture, like this, like what's it called brining. So Mm -hmm. like you do for like a Thanksgiving Turkey, Mm -hmm. but you have like, there's certain little flavors to it to make it taste like a hot dog, liquid smoke, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it tricks your brain and you're like, Oh, it's a hot dog. And then once it marinates for like 24 hours, you throw it on a grill and then you throw, you know, you put in a, a hot dog bun and it's, it tastes like a hot dog. That's the same texture. 
It's a little right. bit, it's a little bit crunchier, but you know, oh, it's crunchier. It's a little crunchier, you know, obviously like hot dogs are pretty soft, but you know, right. you and got you're, only, you're only parboiling it. You're not like right. making it super soft. I see. Right. Okay. Because you want it to keep its shape. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I showed them that and I was like, like, as I'm doing it, I thought, oh my God, I'm going to take baby carrots and do this for like Thanksgiving or Christmas or you know, some family <laughs> gathering and make those like little cocktail weenies out of baby carrots and see what happens. You know, like, I love it. So, so what just, else? What tell me what like in the past week or two? Like, what's been like a a salad that you've made that you've been excited about? Oh my gosh! If you can remember, oh, yeah. Well, okay, so. I had a bunch of leftover stuff. I'm, I swear I should be on that show chopped. Like I am so like <laughs> ever since I was little, I was like, whatever's in my refrigerator, I'm just going to make something weird out of it. Uh-huh. But, um, I had these roasted, uh, sweet potatoes, just tiny little cubes of them. And then I, you know, I had my lettuce and you know, my greens, I have like a mixture of like kale and, and all the other greens. It's like called power greens or something like that. Mm-hmm. I had, I added beets to it. I added sauerkraut. What else did I have in there? Oh, I put the sweet potatoes and I put the carrot, like I put some shredded carrots in it. And what I found was really weird is that I was eating it and I got like a sliver of carrot along with the sweet potato. And you guys are going to think I'm crazy when I say this, but I thought I was eating cheese. <laughs> like, it's so funny how much the mind plays like in this whole health world. But yeah, I literally thought I was like eating cheese and I was just like, I don't think I put cheese in here. I don't think I have any cheese, but it was like that right. texture along with yeah. like seeing, it was really weird, but it was like such a good combination too. Cause mm-hmm. it was just, I had a little bit of like sour with the sauerkraut. I had mm-hmm. some sweetness with the beets. I did throw in like a, like a little vegan, like chicken patty mm-hmm. and had some of that on top and sprinkled it with some pumpkin seeds. And I was just mm-hmm. like, this is it. This is, this is really good. Like, yeah. and just, you know, that that's something I love about salads. You can literally throw anything you want to in them. Absolutely. I'm I'm like on the quest to make like the the ultimate salad. Like I think I said to my oh, I said to my family, because we're, you know, we're going away together to Lake Placid for mm-hmm. um Thanksgiving. And I said, We're gonna have a salad extravaganza. Because <laughs> my mom was saying, I'm gonna bring she's gonna bring daikon, which for those who are listening may not know, daikon is a white radish. It's delicious. Mm. It, it actually doesn't have a lot of flavor, but it's like gives this nice like texture. But yes. she's gonna bring da- um, daikon, carrots, and beets, and just we're gonna throw them into all the salads. And I'm like, wait till you see what I bring. <laughs> um, so we're really just experimenting. I've been doing that a lot with um, just adding like you said, like the little bit of sweet and a -hmm. little bit of like, I also put fermented vegetables in my salad every time, which I, I highly recommend people do that unless, Mm -hmm. unless your gut can't handle it, you know, it, but a little bit of red sauerkraut or fermented beets or whatever. And uh, so it gives that kind of briny flavor. Yeah. And so having those different, and then, you know, you have the the sunflower seeds or the pumpkin seeds, it's like, Ooh, Oh, there's a little crunch in there. And mm-hmm. it can really be a an exciting gastronomical experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. My old roommates and I, we used to have a big old salad night. That was the night. Uh-huh. And we would lay out like a buffet style of everything we can think of to put into a salad. It would be, you know, I mean, you'd have your standard lettuce and then we'd have like, oh, banana peppers, potatoes, apples, just whatever we could find. And we would put it out into a spread and we had these big giant bowls and we Mm -hmm. would just 
that's what we did. We just had big old salad night. And um, it's like a salad bar. Like if you go to a salad bar, you're like, ooh, I can put all this stuff in here. Four (laughs) or five different dressings. Um, (laughs) Like he still sends me my my, one of my roommates. He still sends me like pictures because he lives in Seattle now. And he'll be like, oh, look at my big old salad. And I'll be like, that looks really good. What you got in there? You know, <laughs> like we still send pictures to each other of like our, our different foods and stuff. It's fun. Yeah. And then I, so I sort of, I'll say to people like, well, there's salad and you can have a very exciting experience with salad, but then there's soup. Mm-hmm. Like in the oh, winter, you know, I, I live in New York. Where do you live? Uh, Las Vegas. Okay. So you don't have this issue, but uh, I don't think so. Oh, right I mean, now, it's cold. It's cold. It's very cold right now. It's like Define 30 degrees. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's that's like 30 cold. degrees. <laughs> that's cold. But generally, right, it's like for us, it's yeah. like winter, you know, like soup is just yes. huge. And so I'll tell clients, you know, I tend to transition over into more a lot of soups. And mm-hmm. you can do the same thing with soup. I mean, Maybe you're not going to throw fermented vegetables in there, but you know, there's a lot of stuff you can, and then you could have this wonderful soup that lasts for days. You don't even have to worry about your vegetables, you know, as much, right? Because it's just sitting there in the fridge. Mm -hmm. And then also, I'm drinking a smoothie. Mm -hmm. So between smoothies, salads, and soups, I feel like you can really just pack in a lot of plant foods without a lot of work or thought. Yeah. You don't even have to try. Yeah. You don't even have to try. And I, I talk about that too, like, especially with smoothies, you know, you have a vegetable that's going out like those. If you can get to the end of a salad, one of those salad containers you get from the grocery store, mm-hmm. I'm like, everyone deserves a gold star, mm-hmm. you know, because how many times do you go in there and you're like, oh, well, it's gone. Like, yeah, even, even if you eat it every single day, I still find myself like, oh, you know, a quarter of it's already like gross. Like I got to throw that out. So if you get to the end of a box, like good for you. But yeah, right. you could you throw that into your smoothie. A lot of mine always has like it's just like spinach and and chard and and kale and things like that. So I throw it on top of like like if I'm cooking pasta, I throw that mm-hmm. in there. Just mm-hmm. quick little saute. Now you have vegetables in there. Throw it into a smoothie. You could eat kale that mixture five times during the day and never in the same form. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that that's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I actually make vegetable juice and then I put that as the liquid of my smoothie. Oh, so yeah. I'm juicing like a bunch of, you know, I, well, I pretty much just the same. <laughs> it's carrots, beets, celery, fennel, parsley, collard greens. I think it's that six, six or seven. Did I say celery? Yeah. And so that's like, just that's why my smoothie is so got this color because I juice the beets. Yeah. And then I just add a bunch of stuff into my smoothie as well. But one of the things I love to add is dandelion greens, which are really good for the microbiome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're a little bit bitter. So sometimes people might not like them in a salad. So between these different avenues, you can, and then you could just also like, hey, I'm making dinner. I'm going to roast, a, a, you know, a, fill a casserole dish with like broccoli and cauliflower, right? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be in these avenues, but it takes the pressure off when you have this, source that's like yes easy and it's sort of almost like an autopilot for you you know it's like, oh, oh yeah i'm gonna make a salad oh yeah i um something i try and talk to my clients about is like meal pl- i love meal planning i'm mm-hmm. one of those weird people who's like i could spend all sat- sunday in the kitchen i mean the whole thing i love grocery shopping i love meal planning i'm really weird but like how much easier it is when you do things like that 
when you Mm -hmm. prep ahead, you make like that giant thing of broccoli and cauliflower, then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, I feel like having cauliflower tonight. Boom. It's already done. You don't have to worry about it. But yeah, and then throwing it into everything. Yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of having like a bunch of stuff that's already cooked in the fridge. <laughs> like you Same. just grab it, you know. Same. Oh, that's awesome. Do you bring fitness? Are you a fitness professional as well? Or are you mostly just focused on the nutrition? I mostly focus on nutrition because I'm not I'm not a certified like personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I have quite of experience in the gym, mm-hmm. but I do focus mostly on the nutrition because mm-hmm. nutrition is most of it. You know, like you could work out every single day, but if you're not taking care of your nutrition side, you know, looking at what you eat, how you eat it, et cetera, et cetera, the exercise is still good, still do it, yeah. but you're not going to get your, the results that you're looking for as quickly or as well if you're not focusing on your food. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And so, especially when you're young, it's like, I think it's easy to be like, oh, I'm just going to work out. And like, that's all I'm going to do because I don't oh, yeah. need to do anything else. But as, as you get older, it gets a lot, you can't always just lean on. And not that I, I think nutrition is important even when you're five years old, but people start to wake up and realize like, hey, I can't just be going to the gym anymore. Like this, this is exactly. not Exactly. Well, then you find yourself like, if you're not eating right, you don't have the energy to go, you know, yeah. and then you're mm-hmm. downing copious amounts of caffeine, which I mean, I have that same problem, you know, but you're, (laughs) you're going like, you're trying to do the quick fix, you know, Mm -hmm. you're trying to, well, I'll just down this, this, and this, and then go and hit the gym. And then you kind of, you kind of sluggish at the gym because you're not preparing your body the way it needs to, you know, you ate a huge hamburger, you know, lunch at two o'clock and then all of a sudden trying to go to the gym at four and you, you're like, oh, I can barely lift this 12 pound dumbbell over my head. And then you know, yeah. what was the point? What was the point of even going, you know? Yeah. So it's just, it's so important to just fuel your body so that you could even go to the gym. Yeah. And then it also affects your mood, right? Like if you're not oh eating well, your mood is not good, which may make you feel a little sl- like lethargic mentally, you know, not motivated or whatever. So hundred percent. As, as we started this conversation, it really has to be a holistic perspective and not everybody can do all of that at once, right? Like, I don't know about you, but we often have clients who are not sleeping well, don't manage their stress well, are not eating so well, and they're not exercising. And it's like, mm-hmm. if it's overwhelming, right? So the angle is to have that holistic, like, you know, you're doing all these great things, but I think the true meaning of the word holistic would be, would include that, hey, this is gonna take me some time. Like maybe yes. I'm gonna start with the food and in three, four, five, six months, I'm going to start with exercise. Yes. That's really the all, what we should be doing because it's, it's too much. You know, you see these programs talk about mm-hmm. like marketing and snake oil of like 30 pounds in 30 days. And they're, you know, doing the nutrition supposedly, right? And they're mm-hmm. doing the fitness and it's all in one package. And then that's not holistic, that no. is a very false approach that is not sustainable. So I noticed that, and that's something I, I, I try and focus on with people as well, is that, well, first off, I remember I went on one of the programs. I was trying to like always dip my toe into the fad so I get a little idea of what they were doing. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this is how many calories you're going to eat. And I'm like, if I'm used to eating... 2,000, 3,000 calories a day, which people don't realize how easy it is for them to do. Uh, When you start breaking down what it actually does, they're like, 
oh, did not realize that. And so when you go, oh, you're eating 2000, you know, calories a day, and I'm going to drop you to 1200 calories a day, you are going to be angry. You're going to hate life. (laughs) You're going to hate everybody around you. And, you know, it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one, it's backing down slowly, understanding, you know, maybe if you're eating 2000 calories a day, go to 19, then to 18, slowly start working it backwards until you get to the point where you're like, I feel full and I feel confident and I feel good, you know, Yeah. and giving yourself so much grace, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot, like, again, like everything is mindset based, you know? You start sure. looking at a scale and all of a sudden you're just like, oh, I gained a pound. You're like, you didn't gain a pound. It's okay, right? Like, how do your clothes fit you? How do you feel when you look in the mirror? Those are the mm-hmm. more important things. That scale number doesn't mean anything, you know? And that's and that's hard. Even for you know, me, I, I struggle with that constantly where I have to go, okay, your scale number means nothing. How do you feel? How do you look to yourself in the mirror? How do your clothes fit, you know, if your pants are feeling a little snug, okay, maybe you, maybe you did gain a little bit weight. You also could have gained muscle. Maybe you Mm -hmm. have a muscle growing in an area you didn't know you had a muscle, (laughs) you know? So, you know, it's just, it's all about giving yourself that grace and understanding Mm -hmm. that it's not an overnight process. And I think that that's so important because you're right. Like you do, you start getting overwhelmed. I'm on this program and it's like, I have to sleep eight hours a day, but I also have to drink all this water and I have to do this. And I, and people are just like, nope, I'm out. Like they it's so up. much easier just to go through a drive-through and then they <laughs> sit there and they feel so guilty because they're like, right. oh, God, I just ate, I just ate something really bad. I might as well just go ahead and go out to dinner tonight and, you know, do this and do this. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and they don't give themselves that, that leeway making yeah. the mistake, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like they set, they literally are setting us up for failure. A hundred programs. A hundred percent. And that, I think they, I honestly, I think a lot of them do because then you'll come back. Yep. I lost 20 pounds on that program. So let me go do it again. I was yes. like, well, you also gained back 30 because you did that program. Where's that in the conversation? You know, and people forget, but I think it's, it's so hard because we've been conditioned to believe that that's just the way you do it. Yep. That's just the way you do it. And people like you or me who are talking about things that are a different approach, are increasing for sure, but it's still mm-hmm. not very like mainstream to talk about yeah. it this way, unfortunately, which yeah. is very sad. But, you know, for those people who are listening, know that you're not alone. Like we, you have two nutritionists here right now who are saying, revealing, like we've had, I know you did, but I, I, I've talked about it many times in the podcast. Like I've had my issues around food as well. And mm-hmm. so nobody's perfect. It's just because we have happened to get a degree in nutrition doesn't mean that we are not ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> human oh. beings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're all, we all have that, that difficulty and we're all subjected to that, that conditioning about like what's beauty and what defines like how sexy a woman is, is, you know, her dress size or her boob size or what we, we've all been uh, subjected to that. So it's yep. hard, you know, it's not always easy. And that's why the grace that you mentioned is so important. Yeah. I, I think that that, uh, yeah, it bears repeating like that. It is all about giving yourself that grace and understanding because I mean, yeah, you're right. I am not perfect. You know, do one of my favorite comfort foods. I'm not kidding. Is that 35 cent ramen noodle packet from the grocery store. (laughs) It's, it's (laughs) one of the worst things you could ever put inside your body. But you know, sometimes, (laughs) sometimes it's like, 
this is what I need right now. You know, I've learned a lot over the past. I mean, I started studying this when I was 18 because, you know, my dad had diabetes. He passed away. My mom then all of a sudden had breast cancer, you know, and then she was diagnosed with diabetes when I was 28. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, so for the past 10, almost 11 years has just been a deep dive just for my own personal, you know, my family, just starting to look into all these things. And, but over those past years, like, it's just, it's just been eye opening, Mm -hmm. you know, the different things that we can be doing. And, you know, even just going to extreme and, and not looking at the whole picture. And I think that that it took me that long just to realize like, you're, it's okay. It's okay. Allow yourself to have the bad food. You know, mm-hmm. I try not, I try very hard not to do the whole diet lingo, the clean mm-hmm. eating. I used to, I used to mm-hmm. preach clean eating all the time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, you know what though? That's not, to me, that's not the right way of going about it. Mm-hmm. You know, touching on like intuitive eating and things like yeah. that. Like what yeah. does your body need? Yeah. That's what's most important. So sometimes my body needs that garbage ramen, you know, sometimes it needs a salad. Yes. It's all about balance. Yes, yes, yes. And and re- I, I like to say replace judgment with curiosity. Yes. Like oh, instead I love of that. judging myself, can I just be curious about like, what is it about this ramen that's feeding me? Yeah. You know, and oh, nobody has the answer that. to that, except maybe you do, maybe you don't, but it doesn't matter. I think just the posing the question is interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of loosens, loosens things up a little bit. <laughs> oh, so much. I love that so much. Yes. Replace judgment with curiosity. This has been great. I've really enjoyed talking to you. I, it's funny because whenever I get together with other nutritionists, I feel like we could just talk for hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, yes. is anybody actually interested in what we're talking about here? Because <laughs> I love it. But it's fascinating for us and and that's fun, but um, it, it's been a good conversation. And I think people got some really good, interesting, like creative ideas and, um, you know, inspiration from this conversation. I hope so. I, and I, I agree. I loved, I could talk about this all day, like yeah, all day. People get annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with me today, Tammy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to that episode with Tammy Murphy. And Tammy is, as I mentioned, a holistic nutritionist, personal coach, and she helps women to approach nutrition from a very, as we said, holistic way. So you can learn more about Tammy at Red Jasper Wellness, and you can go to her Instagram account, which is will be in the show notes, Red Jasper underscore wellness. So you can learn more there. And also, I will remind you that we have our ongoing love challenge. And the love challenge is a wonderful opportunity for you to do that thing that you know that you could be doing and should be doing to make the weight loss journey and the health journey so much more pleasurable. And that is to practice self-love and self-care. So in the Love Challenge, you will get six tangible steps or tools that you can use. You can use all of them or you could just use one of them. And you get to practice those and do it with a community, which is always so much better. So check out the Love Challenge. The uh, link will be in the show notes. And also check out our website, winweightloss.com, which is with your nature weight loss. And we are all about helping you lose weight for the last time. Make it count. Take it slowly. 
Enjoy the ride and don't keep getting on that treadmill of weight loss, weight gain, weight loss, weight gain. Let's let's end all of that. So join us over there at winweightloss.com and have a beautiful day.